to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have in-depth conversations about sex and sexuality. And today I have a super sexy, fun guest. Very excited to have someone back to the podcast. Multiple appearances at this point, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> yeah. Third time's a charm. Please welcome to the mic, escort, porn producer, and sex positive advocate, Zoe Bell. Hi, Hi. Zoe. Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you back on. How are you doing? Um, I'm great. I get to listen to your lovely voice, so I'm already oh. like <laughs> having a great day. <laughs> Most people have to pay for that, so <laughs> or, or tune into the podcast weekly, so <laughs> yeah, and should be contributing to the Patreon if they're yes. regular listeners of the pod. Should be paying for that. I don't do this shit for free either, people. <laughs> You're how? Yeah, how you doing? How's everything for you? I'm I'm great. Um, I'm you know dealing with the new normal. Yes, um, which everyone is. <laughs> so I'm not unique in that regard, I suppose. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm. I took uh, some good time off this weekend, and uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I've got a lot of. I, I just felt like uh, we've we've talked about this where we're both like chronic workaholics. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. So last week I unexpectedly booked myself like a full week, and I'm sure we'll talk about some of the projects that I did. Yep. But I just realized halfway through the week where I'm like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> like, I have a mortal body. It can't. I have a disabled body. Like, how, mm-hmm. <laughs> how is this going to work? And then I pushed through and it was amazing. And I'm so happy. And I like, yeah. So, but it, definitely this weekend, it was like, I spent a full day just on In a bath. <laughs> literally on yes literally on my couch like looking at online shopping websites without any intention of buying anything like literally yeah. just like dopamine all day <laughs> like just let just let me veg out with my cat like on my face and like i'm just gonna be- become a vegetable basically yeah necessary um, yeah i find it specifically yeah. hard right now with like doing online work it's like oh I'm my just god always working i'm never not always. working yeah, yep. so I, I feel that hard. And then I've also done the thing where I like completely hit a wall and I'm like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah. And then, you know, got to spend like the weekend or whatever it might be completely like <laughs> shutting the fuck off. Like no makeup. I need no makeup anywhere yep. near my face. I don't even want to put in contact lenses. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to think about a bra. Like all no. of those things. Yeah. Never. <laughs> no, never, never, never. I mean, the struggle for Evil. me generally is like keeping clothes on, so pantsless is is the way to go generally. Yeah, I generally um. find like because <laughs> a lot of my content, a lot of my like public use content, I'm wearing clothing. Um, I do customs where I don't have clothing on, but it's funny because 
I'm like a total nudist in my condo. So it's just <laughs> funny where it's like, I'm going to shoot a video and I'm like, I have to put on oh. clothes. I hate and it. And makeup. <laughs> yeah. And makeup just to be in your apartment. Yeah. Oh, I know. But it's funny. It's like the request will be like a panty tease. I'm like, oh, that means I need to put on panties. Like, <laughs> you know, that's, like, that's definitely something I've had to navigate, um, like as a sex positive, like nudisty person. Yeah. Um, trying to put up boundaries of like putting up a paywall for my nudity uh-huh, has uh-huh. been has been really difficult because I don't care. Like, I'm realizing how much the world cares about nudity and um, that it's valuable as a resource. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I uh, you know, I used to post full nudes on Twitter, like, no problem. And I'm, I'm ha- learning to become a better business person and to value my nudity a lot higher. Yeah, I um, hear you. Not to say that, like, you know, you're a... You're not just because valuing I'm, your nudity I'm, to put it publicly, no, but but I no, get of course that it, it's a business that we're running. No, so. I, but I I make porn. I have to make a market yep. for myself. You know exactly. I'm no, and I know. I, I like think <laughs> of the same thing where I'm like, I have so many beautiful pictures that I take. Like you've just you know selfies on my phone where I'm like showing nudity, but mm-hmm. I have to like same thing like restrain myself to be like, no, my brand is like that mm-hmm. you pay for you pay for nipples and pussy and yep. ass uh and feet like i don't even put feet on my regular timeline anymore like i've yeah i've debated that too and it's a real thing that i have to like censor i'm like ooh, how mm-hmm. many like even armpits i'm like i'm like ooh, i can't give those <laughs> away for free it's just it's so funny yeah. you know <laughs> once you figure out your market it's definitely or trying to make like uh fit into the market or make a market for yourself make demand you have to make demand you do there you go <laughs> and you can't just give it away for free yeah yeah and and like i did that i'm very proud of um you know um my following on twitter that's how i really um started was i posted nudes and i posted basically full nudes except maybe my hands covering like a nipple but you see my whole yeah my whole naked body for the most part besides like my pubic hair and my nipples and I really enjoyed doing that, and it worked. It worked as a marketing strategy, but then once I... Got the following. Well, once I... Yes, that too. I didn't. Ha- I felt like I didn't have to hustle that way anymore, necessarily. I could start... I didn't have to start... I didn't have to give away things for free, let's say. Yeah. Um, because I have an established base. But also trying to shift my mind into being a porn performer and yep. selling you know and and i had done that before for clients and charged them through the nose for it because because <laughs> you, know, you or, can <laughs> yeah and i and i ever since the beginning of my escort career like i was like yes i would love to do pictures and video for an extra charge mm-hmm. like i was you know i've seen myself on camera fucking and in mirrors fucking plenty <laughs> and it's it's expensive <laughs> baby it's rich yes yes it's good. <laughs> i know i know what i look Some like good shit i know what i look like fucking okay you better <laughs> <laughs> you better pay for it. <laughs> like, I know what it looks like. No, it's, I am. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Like, so I do um, like full, full fucking like custom videos for like a very few clients. Oh, like BG, like boy girl, like BG. Oh yeah, 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 Whoa. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a dom, that's like. I know, Pretty. right? It's valuable. I charge. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, Zoe. I got. Uh, trust me. I make. I make them pay. Um, but but the thing is, it's so good, Zoe. 
I, I'm like, I'm like, it's such a shame that these are just like one time for this one person, essentially. I'm yeah. like, I want to share these with the world. You know what I mean? Because I'm just, I'm obsessed. I love like seeing myself sucking dick, for it's instance. So I fucking love it. Yeah, like. I'm, I, I did a video, I did a video with my partner, it was a custom, yeah. and I was like, baby, we look so fucking cute, so we hot. look so oh, cute. hot, yeah. Yeah. like, and he's a whore, like, he's, um, he's a sex worker, uh, part-time occasionally, yeah. <laughs> so he's not, he's not new, which is great, um, but, <laughs> so he, he was a good camera, camera boy, um, <laughs> and when I'm, you know, like, yeah, because it's awkward. It's it's awkward to do it by yourself. Sometimes. It can be. Yeah, it can be because you're you're trying to feel sexy and be into it, and it's so much more fun when you also uh, you get to suck a dick, and then also you get to look at it and be like, I know that dick, and it's a beautiful dick, and I'm look, baby, we have like a sex tape now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so cute. Like I and I always wanted to. I think camming for example is like such a difficult and like amazing hustle that like yeah. I have considered but I always knew that I don't didn't think it was an avenue for me just because same with stripping it's just they're long hours mm -hmm. they're physically very demanding um I, I find strip there's no way I could strip it's so physically demanding yes and the hours are yeah I just could not do it and I have such respect for people who do cam and who do strip and Same. it's it's a lot of work but i always was attracted to content creation because i've been watching porn since i was a wee lass yeah <laughs> since i was uh young <laughs> so i was a bit of a chronic masturbator as a teenager and i watched <laughs> a lot of porn <laughs> and i went i want that to be me someday i saw a fucking machine and i was like what is that where can i find one can, can someone do it, it? How yeah. Much? yeah yeah do i have cool friends like uh <laughs> so someday in my future will i have cool porn friends and now i do which is great yeah. um but you know i always wanted to i also have a a degree in film studies so i just also there liked the idea of making porn of making movies of like and really my entry into sex work uh i started as a an escort and i still do that as my main hustle i think my main mm -hmm. gig mm -hmm. and i really would not want to give up in-person work uh like long term because mm -hmm. um, it's what i find the most fulfilling but um, I've always wanted to make porn even before the sad truth is lots of people have been non-consensually had to transition their careers this year yeah, yeah. for financial reasons. And certainly um, you've done that very successfully. Um, but, we but we both started, I started my OnlyFans in December. Like I always had the plan. I'd been making clips last year with uh producers like grown erotica yeah to... i love love erotica grown yeah totally yeah right so i've been trying <laughs> i've been really trying to diversify for a long time now yeah. and covid was the push that uh i think um you know got me to focus on that side of the industry more yeah but I always intend. I always wanted to make porn. Like I, when I saw porn as a teenager, I literally was like, I would love to do. I that want someday. to fuck on camera. That, yeah, that girl could be me. Yeah. Yeah, and I and ex <laughs> and, esc <laughs> and escorting was um, what I thought was available to me at the time. But at the same, like once I 
was around long enough, I realized like, oh, I'd love to try lots of different things in this industry. Yeah. And love see that. what, uh, yeah, I, I've been doing nude shoots. I've been trying to stockpile content for an OnlyFans for like over a year. I so mean, you have the content. <laughs> like you, oh. you have just every photo shoot that comes out with you. Oh, stop. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm like, this stop. is some good shit. <laughs> stop it. I'm just a straight A student who doesn't know how to function in the normal world. Oh, so really? I, yeah. You're not just role playing that. That's actually, yeah. No, that's my reality. I'm a, I have a master's degree. Like, I'm just a neurotic yeah. <laughs> horny. Like even my horniness is just like type A, like anal, like <laughs> like it has to be good. It has to be the best nude shit. <laughs> oh no, you don't understand. It has to be like a '40s thing, and it has to be like this, and like <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good. That's an interesting point because I know you put a lot of thought into like curating your brand, right? Oof. Yeah, I know you do. Like. I, I appreciate you saying that, but if I never have to hear the word brand brand again, again, yeah, <laughs> I would be so happy, <laughs> especially yeah. because the industry has its own little stigmas and horophobia and like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like uh, as an escort, the expectations for me doing an OnlyFans is like different. Yes. Um, and I have to, as an escort, you know, someone, <laughs> Danger Bun, uh, Charlie put it this way, uh, yeah. who is who is a former stripper on uh, Instagram, they're awesome, um, said that escorting is, I'm an intellectual sex kitten, and like, porn is like, here is my pussy. <laughs> like, Here's my asshole. Yes. Here's my asshole gaping <laughs> yes. with, with a uh, double-sized dildo. And I really was struggling in terms of and I'm still struggling I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna pretend that I'm not yeah Th- that navigating that branding that you know those are completely different marketing strategies ideas yeah yeah and I how mean, do you I bridge those exactly because I, because I enjoy both I am I'm <laughs> you're both I those am, things I'm an acad exactly I'm multifaceted as we all are like I'm an academic who yep. will literally uh, the amount of lovers that have told me I'm insatiable and I'm like, hungry for dick. In fact, Zoe, <laughs> I described you as insatiable just yesterday to someone else. So there you go. Erin, <laughs> you were talking about me? I was, I was indeed. Oh my goodness. So I did message you about this, and I'm not going to go into too much detail about it on the on the air. But um, uh, I have a very loyal virtual client who wants to do like a three way Skype with us. <laughs> so uh, some sort of co top scenario where you and I are just like teasing the ever living fuck out of him. So mm. he's a fan of yours, like through Twitter, and through, you know, I featured you on bedpost. And so he's heard your voice <laughs> and, you know, knows you a bit. So he's just like very excited at the potential three way Skype that we were gonna have. So uh, that's, that's where I was speaking your name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I know who you're talking about. You just um... might. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, they've been They've been a, a good boy. Liking all your things. To me. Yes. yes. <laughs> Not, uh, no, hasn't sent me a tribute yet, though. Oh, well, that needs to happen first, of course. <laughs> um, that's definitely been an interesting, I'm very excited to hear that. Yay. Um, and I very hope, uh, very much hope that that happens for us. Yeah. Um, because it will. It will. I love, I love working with you in general, but I would really like to explore, um, 
topping more and I'm, I'm not I don't brand myself as a dominatrix because I imposter syndrome I just don't feel like I have the skill set that right I mean yeah I find full doms tend to have a much uh, in more involved skill set than I possess I'm good at psychological things and some impact mm-hmm. things and but you know I can't do rope and I can't do you know there's lots of things I mean I, I, can, feel I, mean, comfortable. I can't do rope either I'm notoriously known for (laughs) being shit at rope. (laughs) We did a rope workshop together and you practiced on me because you were, at least you were better than me. I was, I gave up. I was like, you do it. You practice. (laughs) I I was the bunny. (laughs) (laughs) But I was still like, this is honestly in one ear and out the other with me. Like I don't retain rope shit. I just don't. It just takes a lot of practice. It's so hard to retain for me too. Like it's just... I mean, I like the idea. It's like knitting, right? Like repetitive motion. Right. But I don't, I'm not, I have shaky ass little hands. <laughs> like, no, I don't. With long, I should, gorgeous I, nails. Yes. Ooh, I, yes, I just Very feminine. I did see a picture. That's why I mentioned. <laughs> um, but it's interesting, though, that you're saying about, yeah, all the little, like, um, all the little boxes we kind of have to fit into. Because I find the same thing when I'm trying to figure out what when I'm trying to decide like what to post and what not to post you know like on my Twitter I want people to know I'm a switch I want to be open about that but I still don't feel completely open to like put really subby anything really all that subby like you know once in a while I'll remind people that I'm a switch but I'm a human hi yeah you know yeah and like I'm I'm funny and goofy and also mean and sadistic and And my life is sexy as shit and like interesting (laughs) yeah and even stuff like like to say I'm even partnered just on my Twitter you know stuff like that I feel like should I shouldn't I like talk about I've never you know would say that I'm married really on my Twitter even yeah. though I'm open about that in other ways I present online. But you know what? Just like little stuff like that you, that you're constantly trying to course correct around. Yeah. The boundaries know? with how vulnerable you're willing to get as a sex worker online is something yeah. that I really struggle with. Yeah, that's um, it. How much, because I'm also disabled, um, and I, you don't want to deny your lived reality as a human being who exactly. does this work. We want to be like sex workers work, sex workers are people. But you're also, it's your professional work account. You need to market. You can't just do whatever content you want. I mean, you can, but you have to, but you do have to. And I applaud people that do also. Like I see some doms, some doms release, like suddenly they release a clip of a video that's up for sale of them like bottoming in a scene. I'm like, I'm, I'm like giving a standing fucking applause when I see that shit. Cause that's so brave in that context. So brave. Yeah, yeah, because now they're you know they're gonna get messages like, "Hey, won't you sub for me, baby?" Yeah, like you know you'll know they'll get that. So yeah. they're taking a risk. Like I, I have the same thing where I used to post more submissive content, and as an escort, I realized like I had to stop doing that because I was not to project like the level of class and the type of dates that I wanted. Right. Um, I needed to be like. Uh, you need to worship me and you need to, you know what I mean? It's just in terms of like, and that works in terms of, I get a lot of clients who want full service, but they want some light domination or they want some light kink or they want, you know, but they want to take me out to dinner and they want to, 
pamper um, and worship and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and they don't want a full dom for whatever reason. Maybe they're very new or they're just whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so Maybe they're intimidated to go see a real yeah. dom. Or yeah, they that's, don't ha- think they, that's happened. They don't think they're kinky enough or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, or they're just yeah they're just not there yet in their journey or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I've I've been tra- and and uh, if I'm being honest, um, excuse me. Um. Now that I take photos of myself for a living, mm-hmm. um, you get very particular about. I hate thinking about my image, but I do get very particular about how I'm photographed now. Mm. I get very particular, and I get very like the knee-jerk ones that I'm, sorry, the ones that I'm uh, attracted to in a knee-jerk fashion are the ones where I look more dominant and I'm a goddess and I'm, you know, yeah. uh, and I and I also really like parts of that market too. Like, I like the foot market. I enjoy yeah, it. it's great. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so I was like, I'm, you know, you have to do I want, and also I've just had, I've subbed for clients before, and I used to be comfortable with that as a service that I could provide, yeah. but now just, I'm older, and I just don't, uh, with, if I, if I sub professionally now, it's because it's a duo with a dom, and the dom is topping me. Sure. I don't, I don't, I think as a personal boundary, I think I realize that I just don't, I'm not going to give that away to a client I've never met. Fair, you know? totally fair. Yeah. It's not uh that's something, something I can do changed. on a casual basis either. It needs to be someone that I have an established rapport with at the mm-hmm. very least. So or, yeah, and I was thinking I mean, of at least what for me. Of, yeah. Sorry, at least for me it's also just um you got to work for it. That's <laughs> you can either pay through the nose for it <laughs> like an upcharge. Yeah. Or you know, you can you can uh, you get can to know me, me for six months first. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a that's and absolutely then a privilege. And you will be awarded that privilege. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, versus or you could just book me with one of my friends, and you can see me, you know, being helplessly in love with them and being like, <laughs> oh, please do anything to me. Be mean to me, please. Zoe, I'm right here. My God. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, mistress. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, can we talk about then? I feel like this shoot with Paul that you just did. Oh, that was so fun. You wrote a big, lovely post about what this shoot meant to you, the aesthetic of this shoot. Can you talk about that a little bit? Okay. Um, Ooh, okay. You're getting into my, my new branding, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, which was not how I meant it. Um, so I, I had been thinking about navigating in this COVID world about you know, thinking about, I've had these conversations with months with other sex workers too, of like, you know, we talk about harm reduction and we talk about branding and we talk about, you know, marketing strategies and we talk about OnlyFans model, you know, what, what model do you use? What works for you? And it's just constant thinking about these things. And I just started to get really frustrated with feeling like I had to be in these boxes. And I just felt like, tired I just felt tired with my content and I'm putting I'm uh also putting together my new website so I was looking through my entire portfolio and I just on one hand I was incredibly happy with all the work that I've put into my um my business Mm -hmm. the last two years and it was really this culminating thing for me 
But then I was like, okay, but what's next? Because my career is changing and uh, the world changed and I, we don't have any um, choice in that. So what can I do to make this? Because if you want as a sex worker, you can play to the market and just completely fake it the whole time. It's yeah. very easy. Yeah. And, but there's something about that that feels very draining. And you do still, I think sex work also attracts generally very creative people. Um, I mean, both we, you and me are both drama nerds. So I that's, yeah. <laughs> it tends to attract, it tends to attract people who already have those, that need for that outlet. And I realized that every time I would do a photo shoot, I would be like uh, ex super excited, but I would always be like, this is work and this is, you know, for my business and I'm not allowed to, you know, I have to hit these boxes and yeah. I have to play to this market. And I just really realized like, um, I didn't, uh, I wanted to see myself. I wanted to see me hmm. and I wanted to push the envelope of my public persona of what maybe I'm capable of and see that I'm not just, um, I'm not just a sex worker. I'm not just a, you know, I'm also this human who has this very weird <laughs> story about her twenties of like what I've done yeah. and just really trying to own that. And my journey, I suppose, although I hate calling it that. <laughs> it just sounds so obnoxious. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, but it's also being vulnerable. It's also putting yourself out there. Yeah. And I... And also, I think, doing something for yourself. Yes, that's what it was. I, this shoot that I did with Paul really was about, I want to see myself on camera. Yeah. And if I had a dream shoot... I would be like a tank girl, like punk yes. goth. Like yes. I would be part of the runaways and like fucking spitting into a mic. Uh, and especially with the porn stuff, like I, I'm an excellent, I provide GFE. I'm excellent at it, but not to, you know, brag, but I'm very good at providing that service. And I really yes, enjoy providing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I may interject. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I really enjoy that service. I really do. And I naturally, I think, gravitate. I'm very sweet. People keep telling me that I'm sweet. So I'm going to take their word for it. But I'm also a nasty little slut. Yes, you are that too. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to... Originally, this shoot was just going to be for me. I didn't want to show it to anybody. Yeah. And I just wanted to do this shoot as a creative shoot. And I just yeah. wanted to see myself differently but then obviously they're so good then you're that... like oh i need to share these though <laughs> yeah i couldn't so... possibly <laughs> use these keep them <laughs> yeah so this is a very this sounds very like i'm this sounds like i'm like jerk like whack like jerking off to my own branding and self-image now so can we change the subject <laughs> yes of course anyway so i'm multifaceted and yeah. if you want me to do like a bunch of services you can email me um, <laughs> or subscribe to my only fans um yeah so yeah i love it uh, the, the, sh the sh i mean the photos are absolutely fantastic i was talking about talking to paul about them today um he's like oh there's Aww. so many more good ones that have oh, yeah. to be released as well i'm like i can't fucking wait it's amazing i get i get so pissed off because instagram 
Instagram is so fickle. Like you're only allowed to post like three photos and then people get bored. And I'm like, but they're all gorgeous. Like, fuck this. You got to like pepper them in over the next month. It's like, can't I just share this fucking photo set? Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Without feeling like I'm spamming people with the same look or whatever. Diversify your I've got a, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's, that's funny. I'm so glad that you did that. Um, And I think that's really important for us to remember, like, oh, yeah, I used to do photo shoots just for fun. Like, yeah, we do sex work to have a life. Like, yeah, like, you know, like we can still do that. And like somebody else wrote a tweet that really connected with me. Um, Someone was like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can masturbate like without filming it. And I was like, oh, damn. I've definitely, have you sold personal masks? Like, have you sent sex? Like, I've sold sex that I've sent to people. Oh, yes. I've totally been, yeah, I've totally been like, this is hot, I'm going to sell it. Oh, 100%, yes. Like for my personal life? Yeah, where I have a a personal, like, a dom, you know, got me to do a task where I had to send them a video, then I also sold it, though. Like, stuff like that. I mean, okay, so uh, to to wrap up this little section, I think for me, it was, uh, because now I remember why I did this. So yes. for, for me, it's, um, it was about, this is a good point. I'm selling nudes to other people. I'm doing customs. I'm doing all these things. Yeah. And you realize, and you see, I don't know about you. You look at pictures of yourself every day, Yes. all, all day, every day you're editing. And it's like, I'm so tired of seeing <laughs> my face. My fucking face. Yeah. Yes. Like you, you, it gets dysphoria. It's dysphoric where you're like, I literally texted a friends with benefits. and was like, am I pretty? I, I have no clue. And like, so for me, like this, these shoots I've been doing recently have really been like owning the fact that I control my own image, I think. Right. Yeah. And reinforcing that of like, it's not just for this market. Mm-hmm. It's for, I'm a person in this market who, do, yeah, it's just, a, I think it was just about asserting my own like subjectivity and being frustrated creatively and trying to realize that um, I can use sex work as lots of people do, you use sex work to make art and to make, you know, things I'm going to be proud of later. So there you go. Yeah. Ah. Lovely. <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. 
Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at comeasyouare.com. Okay, so, Zoe, Bell, we thought we'd start off this second half with uh, some questions, because you put out a tweet, and I was like, hey, well, let's, while we're here in the Twitter sphere, let's ask people if they have any questions they want to ask you. <laughs> so, okay, um, where should we begin? So let's start with this. Okay, this is by Case, at Auto Tectonic. It's kind of a cool uh, handle. That's like a... Beastie Boy song. Auto tectonic. <laughs> I like sort that. of. I don't know anyway. what it means and I don't care. Um, <laughs> so they ask, how has COVID changed in-person sex work for you? And what's been working slash not working so far to stay safe? Hmm. Oh, excuse me. I burped. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my, my question, my answer is I have gas. Um <laughs> That question me gives now. me gas. Yeah. Um, or anyway, <laughs> I'll burp on you if you pay me. Um, nice. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, so for me personally, I took the I took basically from March to June off mm-hmm. uh, from in person sex work, and I mostly like lived off Serb and my OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and was eternally grateful that I had content saved, because also cre- trying to create content when, you know, <laughs> it feels like the world is ending, is yes. not, you're not, it's you don't feel sexy. No. Yeah, so. Or creative, like, okay. yeah, or, or motivated. Creative. No. Yeah. No. None of those things. I was a potato, like many other people. So, I took a break from that. And I started back in July in a limited capacity. Yes. Um, seeing, only seeing about two or three people that month. And I know some people were only seeing regulars to start off. Was that something you did? Uh, so theoretically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but realistically, COVID, you know, has COVID scared away. COVID does what it does. Yeah, it scares away <laughs> people from yes absolutely so I think I saw one regular um but the rest were I think mostly new people um and yeah yeah I was fine I didn't you know it's not uh I didn't I didn't care so so much uh what are you finding like as far as like what are people doing in general are people making changes are people doing different things like uh, from what you know, because yeah. we're friends with sex workers, you know, what yeah. what's what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. <laughs> You'll get that. You're a musical theater queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> fuck. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> now you get it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I think it depends on where you're you are in the industry. So I find doms. It was very easy for doms, or easier. I shouldn't say that easier for doms to be like we will start in-person sessions but masks gloves yeah. yeah you know it's easier to make that part of the play of yes fetish, i agree you know the medicalization of it so i think that has been easier for a lot of doms doing in-person work versus full service gfe escorting is definitely like if you're like well i would prefer not to kiss yeah then you get the reply back a lot oh that's my favorite part yes okay great so (laughs) fantastic so (laughs) so i 
definitely have been seeing lots of like avoiding kissing, avoiding butt stuff because apparently there I've was heard a that too. Yeah. The report that it travels through yes. feces. Yes, I did so, hear that too. Yeah. That was a thing. Um Definitely being careful about um, services like cum and mouth um, yep. if it travels through ejaculate because no one knew. And there was definitely different reports if it did, whether or not it did. Um, I've also seen people do things like as soon as you come in off the street, like take off your clothes and shower and like, you know, nothing from outside comes inside basically. Right. Um, yeah. And my in-call and a lot of in-calls were doing no more than like one person a day or one person every couple days. So like it had to by necessity be lower volume for people. Yep. Um, so there was restrictions for how many people you could book. Uh, what else? Temperature, taking temperature. That was yes, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Some That's screening stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, travel asking. Or yeah, with... have you traveled? Yeah. What's your job? <laughs> Are you yeah. close contact with anyone? Um, have you gotten tested? I tried to implement like get tested before you see me, and that turned out to be logistically impossible. Not possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would never have gotten work. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's definitely, like, you know, I made, uh, I think that was a real challenge was really mapping out your ideal boundaries and being like, this is what I could do to, you know, uh, heart, do harm reduction, but. What's realistic. Yeah. And especially in a world where what's the, what's more risk is like going out to a restaurant or Group seeing stuff. like one person. Yeah, exactly. So in like a controlled environment. So it's, it's when the world started opening up more, um, was when I was like, okay, this is when I will start to take, see people anyway, because restrictions everywhere are getting a little bit more lax. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I was being a paranoid goon (laughs) at some point. By not going back to work essentially. Yes. Yes. And I, I also felt um, you know, my, when I went back to work, I was very, very careful. I was, uh, very isolated. I mean, we were all isolated, but I, I was very not happy to return. Like I did not want to go to a restaurant or go to, <laughs> you know, like I basically would see my clients and, and I would go see home by no alone. one else. Yeah. yeah. So I took a really big personal, you know, I don't want to say sacrifice, but I took a really big. I mean, you know, my sacrifice. clients were the only people, yeah, my clients were really the only in-person people I saw besides um, maybe doing like a social distance hangout in a park where we're like, you know, meters away from each other. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I really neglected my social, my social needs uh, in favor of working. So, uh, you know, I tried to be as safe for myself and for my clients as possible. Yeah, and that's all you get- can do. Yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, how do I phrase it? It's, um, it's like safer sex practices where it's, uh, what is an acceptable level of risk? Because exactly. there's always going to be risk. Yep. There's no chance that there's not, but we can maybe make this an acceptable level that I'm comfortable with and that maybe. Yeah, that's why we happy. say safe sex and not, we say safer sex, not safe sex. Because, right, because there's always that's an a fallacy. <laughs> Yes, that's a fallacy. And it's exactly the same thing with this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like I found I found most of our community, I'm including you, because we're, you know, buds. sex positive. <laughs> buds, yes. <laughs> but we're, we run in some... Lovers? Similar, 
Lovers. Oh, Erin, are we going to are we going to talk about that without charging? <laughs> yes. So, exactly. Oh, wait, can I share? Wait, wait. That's one really nice thing, actually. So What's that? The, the one thing I did before COVID hit was I booked you. Hmm. That was a sweet thing. That was pretty sweet for me, too. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so audience, yeah, like literally as shit was go- just before shit started going down, like mm-hmm. a couple weeks before it, uh, I uh, I needed to get laid and I wanted my first <laughs> provider experience. And I was like, should I get a stranger or should I book you know, my friend who I've already had sex with. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't know if I knew that was your first provider experience. In, in person, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I knew that. You didn't know that you'd pop my cherry? <gasps> I don't think I knew that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, well, okay. It's <laughs> romance. It was. It was. It, it was. It was exactly my type of romance too. Kidnap me and beat the shit out of me. And That's bang exactly. Me. And bang the shit out of me. Yeah. I scream. Do you remember? I you did something with a wand at one point, and I felt so bad because I was like, "Is ritual chamber soundproof?" Because I'm screaming. <laughs> like, I I really let go in that one. That was. You did. It was great. Oh. <laughs> I wrote a little. I wrote a little erotica about it later <laughs> that I posted. <laughs> you write anyway. good erotica, by the way. That Ooh. was. Can I? Can I be honest? Um, yes. That was my first one. See, you are just so talented. Shut up. No, <laughs> like, shut up. Shut right up. <laughs> no, opposite. Shut up. I can't take attention. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm a theater girl. I only can take attention when I'm like performing. <laughs> Otherwise, Val- otherwise don't validate. Yeah, otherwise don't validate me. <laughs> I'll just I'll just blush. Um, no, I re- I read erotica like I I told you I was a chronic masturbator. Yeah. I read porn literally twenty four seven as a teenager. That's how I got like got through my teenage years was reading erotica nonstop. And so I <laughs> once I started writing it, I was like, oh, I know this shit inside and out. <laughs> right, I'm no fucking stranger to this. No, yeah. I yeah, this is my home. <laughs> I would love to do more. Anyway, so yes, okay, we're off topic. Um, Okay, (laughs) let's move on to our next question from Sandra Rachel at Damaka1089 says, Morning, ladies. My question would be, with the negative impact COVID has had on your industry, have you been able to find positives out of it, like meeting clients online or exploring new ways to get your kink on or your kink fix? I love that question. Yeah. Oh, I guess this ties into what I was trying to say, which was, um, yeah, I mean, when lockdown started, we, I, you know, the only contact really anyone had was through like Zoom and house party. Yeah. And you take, (laughs) you take people in my community who are a bunch of sex crazed, like (laughs) polyamorous, like hypersexual sluts who like Oasis, I used to say that Oasis was our community center because we just didn't have another place. Oh, it was our YMCA. It was, dude. (laughs) It totally Ah, was. That's so it. Yeah, we used to go to Oasis not even to fuck. We'd just hang out. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, we'd be in lingerie, just be like, hey, what's going on with you, man? (laughs) Like, (laughs) what's up? And then like go on the strip pole. Anyway, so we were all like, obviously no one felt sexy because it's fucking COVID. But... One of the things that, I mean, definitely my sexting game got upped. <laughs> Amplified. For, sh- yeah. for sure. And 
one of the things we were doing, we would have these big house parties or Zoom parties, and even if they they were supposed to just be casual hangouts, but then all of a sudden there's a butt, and it's like, oh, someone got naked. Oh, it's because, starting. Yeah, it's starting because no, we're all desperate for attention, and we're all like feel like yeah. potatoes, and we're like, please sexualize me, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Like, I remember having I remember having sex for the first time. And being like, this feels fucking weird. Like, this is so bizarre. So it was like, okay, this is a way we can dip our toe in. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so we would have these kind of cool, like, I don't even want to call them sex parties, but all of a sudden, yeah, people was in the shower. Like virtual, and, yeah. Nudity. Yeah, we'd be like, yeah, we'd be like, woo-woo, and, like, cheering each other on and being like, oh, my goodness, and flirting. And it was very sweet. So I'm happy that, you know, like... I felt very blessed. Yeah, Yeah, I felt very blessed to have my friends during that time, for sure. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'm very grateful for like the online people that I've come to work with and play with. It's like, it's amazing. I've really developed some great relationships, like some great Mm -hmm. corresponding with people that I never would have necessarily had access to because I did virtual domination like in a very limited way uh, pre-COVID. So... I may have not met some of the lovely people who I now have in my professional life. So I'm very thankful. Mm, that's so yeah. nice. And obviously, you know, it's been, it's been tough in a lot of ways as well. But that for sure is a silver lining. My God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like it's, yeah, I would never want to give up in person stuff. But there's, you know, there's so many... Um, you know, I hear cam models talk about this all the time where they're like, oh, my, my fans are my friend. Like, you know, we hang out like we, you know, like in my yeah. chat room, we just like, I love them. Like they all just come and we all validate the shit out of each other. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that, I think, I mean, sex work is about that though. It's about filling that gap. Yeah. Connection. 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 Closeness. Intimacy. Yeah. We're, we're, we're hardwired for it. We're human beings. We're social animals. Even if you feel oh, like yeah. you're the most like you know, in, introverted loner person, which I used to be, um, and then realized, oh no, I'm I'm not like this. I actually really like people, <laughs> yeah. and, and miss you know, people. The, the, like yeah, and on online spaces are especially for queer identities. I mean, they're crucial. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't have anywhere to express myself as a te- a queer teenager in a small town, but I had the internet. Yeah, you know? sure did. Yeah. As much as we like to demonize technology, which I don't enjoy, I don't think I, I don't like taking a moralistic stance on any piece of technology because I think it's um, small. I think it's sophomoric, frankly. I think it's not nuanced to just you know. I think yeah. it's sensational to just be like um, these things are bad. Technology is bad. I think that's uh, yeah. silly. But I think you know social media has a lot of downsides, but at the same time they exist for a reason which is to help bridge this gap to naturally connect with other people Mm. um that that i think capitalist and certainly you know global distance um prevents us from certainly yeah right with you right there with you um okay (laughs) sandra rachel has a hilarious second question it says my second question would be (laughs) if if you were to join lady pym and sub in a session Lady Pym issues a game to yourself and her sub. The winner of the game gets Lady Pym's cock, and the other just has to watch. Do you, the question is, do you fight fair, or is it on like Donkey Kong? <laughs> oh, it's on. <laughs> it's, not, it's no fun if you fight fair. 
That is so true. It takes a lot to get my brat out, but in this case, if I'm fighting for your dick, I'm... <laughs> no, I'm not second place. I'm sorry. <laughs> second I'm sorry. place will not I, do. Yeah, I can take dick like a champ. Like, no one's beating me. Like, <laughs> I will I will hang in there. Insatiable is, you know, I'm going to bring that word up. The descriptor. Yeah, the name of the game. The keyword. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can see how far each of us can ejaculate. I bet I'll go farther. Oh, I bet you will. You will hands down win that competition. Oh, my God. No matter who is involved. So, this is kind of related. Anthony Young, at Anthony... Oh, nine, two, nine says for both ladies, can I bring Zoe along to the ritual chamber to see Lady Pym? Oh, well, well, that's up to you. What a lovely question. Yes, that's up to the the lady. It's up up to all involved, (laughs) m'lady. But this is something we've done before at the ritual chamber. This is most certainly a service that one could we could provide and one could partake in. Yeah, my my website, which shall be finished soon, nice. will have a whole page of all the doms that you can book me with, <laughs> including Lady Pim. <laughs> so, my lovely self. Yeah, if you, you want to see me sub, that's the best way to do it. But I, I really there like you go. talking. Yeah, yeah oh. if you want to see me sub, you definitely have to book me with my, my dom friends. But yes. if you want to, I love co-topping. Like, I adore it. Me too. Oh, you know? Yes. Oh, remember that? Uh, I don't want to, whatever. Remember you can say when... It. Okay. Uh, yeah. Remember when, like, when we worked together, and I, I get, I you get used to drown people a lot. I <laughs> waterboarding people. Yeah, Lady Azelle also uses me to like water waterboard people. people. Yeah. <laughs> Again, about the projectile thing. Just imagine. Just imagine. Um, have I mentioned that I make porn? You don't have to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't have to imagine. Yeah, actually, I made, I made, I collaborated with uh, Foot Guy James, and it was like proper porn aesthetic stuff. And when I got the final product back, I was like, uh, seeing me in proper like porn attire and like lighting and like seeing my squirt, I was like, oh, I'm so beautiful. I yeah. belong. Like this is what it was for. Like of course I should do porn. Look at this. Like <laughs> look at me. Look at this. Like look what I could do. Yeah, look what I could do. <laughs> Honestly, so, that was very validating. I'm yeah. Yay. So okay, one last question from our, our the from the Twitter sphere. Paul Ayoshi wants to ask, are there any cool projects you two are working on? <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> yeah, nudge, nudge. <laughs> so yes, uh, we are doing, uh, Paul and I have collaborated on this project, Sex Work Superheroes. You may have heard of it. Basically, we've done these Sex Work Superhero trading cards, which the lovely Zoe Bell is one of our featured superheroes sexy (laughs) sexy superheroes and um after the printing costs all the proceeds go to rainbow railroad which is a fantastic local queer charity from right here from in toronto so right now we're basically finishing up our fundraiser so this will go up after the fundraiser is done but we will still have all of these sets uh to sell going forward um and we're also going to make like a second set and then the third set after that so they can actually function like trading cards and it's all going to be toronto sex workers we're getting a super a super diverse lineup and 
you can read the hilarious backs of the cards, all the stats. Yours are hilarious. Yours <laughs> I, are really hilarious. I adored writing mine. I have to be honest. I wrote it super quickly and it came to me so like normally writing is tough for me like organically like it coming quickly but that yeah. I was like I know exactly <laughs> and I, I really like I really liked how mine um turned out I'm happy and I'm so happy to see everyone else who got included too right because yeah you know there's always that fear of like it not who, being who else is it, yeah who else is in this project yeah so we've got a lovely a yeah. lo- lovely bunch of coconuts for this one <laughs> I tell um, you yeah, I was so flattered to, you know, be included. I'm so happy that it's doing well and that yeah. I didn't really I didn't really have any expectations for it. You just you and Paul Nor just I. kind of asked me. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, this is great. Uh, this is a thing apparently. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing it. We hit our goal. We're going to hopefully hit $500 over our goal, which means that we'll be able to do more sets in the future. Like this fundraiser is going to finance three three sets, the release of three different sets. Um, that can function as actual trading cards. So very, very excited for this all to be finished. Truthfully, that um, I I didn't make this connection until recently, but um, do you know the show Glow on Netflix? I so do. Yeah. Do you remember, so when I was a baby sex worker and that show came out, um, there's that, because that show I think easily could be about sex work. It's about like diverse women transversing like what's acceptable for them in society and like trying to survive and it could really be a like a show about sex work and absolutely and i adore when debbie like one of the main characters she they they do all this work to be female wrestlers pro wrestlers and she turns to like the other main character at one point and she goes i feel like a goddamn superhero like i'm so amazed at what my body can do and it belongs to me and there's value in it and like that that's that's not what she says but that's the you know context of the scene and i remember seeing that and i was like that is sex work yeah when yeah. I started being a sex worker, I was like, I am a fucking superhero. And then these cards, I was like, oh my god, it came I'm true. actually a superhero now. Oh, oh my god. Oh, the other the other weird thing that happened to me in my life. Sorry, this is a huge tangent. No, by so, all means. So that is a cool parallel where I was like, fuck, shit's coming, becoming real. <laughs> um, that that was exciting. And another thing that happened to me that I I still, it doesn't seem real. My sex worker name, Zoe Bell, is from a Tarantino movie. Uh, there's a stunt woman. Her name is Zoe Bell. And also Bell is from, like, Secret Diary of a Call Girl, which is, like, every escort is, like, I watched that show before yeah. I became an escort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many escorts. So I was, like, that's, you know, I'm a film person. Like, I'm going with this name. I really like it. And in that movie, there's this whole subplot about, like, Italian Vogue. And, like, one of the characters is in a Italian or in Vogue or like whatever and it's a whole scene about Italian Vogue and I shot with this photographer that I love shooting with his uh, name's at Bach in Black on Instagram which is a great name um and he sent me a DM like a year ago uh and it was a photo we took and in the corner it just had a stamp marked on it Vogue and I went this is a joke I went this is a joke and I went what what's why why did you make this why did you make this mock-up and he went no it, no, it got into Italian Vogue, the website. Ugh. And I died. <laughs> oh. And I was like, there's nothing more validating like in my existence. And I, I did the same thing. I went to a, a film screening of this movie 
um, that Allison Chains put on. The movie's called Death Proof. And I showed up in the cheerleader outfit from the movie and people were like, I was yelling trivia at like the audience and stuff. And they were like, the, the drag queen was like, do you want to show everyone your outfit? And then I, I got yes. up on stage. Yeah, I got up on stage and I like vangied and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like full on like vangying. It was pretty funny. And then I, before I got down, I was like, wait a minute. And I went, I'm a sex worker and my name is Zoe Bell. Yeah. And the whole yeah. crowd just was like, yeah. Amazing. It was one of the most validating experiences of my life, except then I forgot my house key and I lost like $500 trying to get back into my apartment <laughs> that night. <laughs> so the universe was like slapped me across the face and was like, you're going to be humble, bitch. Like, <laughs> but anyway, What sorry, the I... Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. <laughs> Which, I mean, for a masochist, that's pretty... That's pretty that right. That does it for me, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. That oh was just a God. nice little. Oh, that's a lovely last, like last uh, thought, last anecdote <laughs> about sex work. No, I love it, and I love that like these things are coming full circle, full circle for you. I almost said full service for you. <laughs> things oh. are coming. They're also coming full service for you. Well, um, <laughs> I would like that if someone would like to pay for it. Exactly. Send some. Send some dick and some... <laughs> you you know who you are. Send Zoe Bell a tribute. Like, stop. Pause the podcast. I know it's almost over, but pause the podcast now. Go send Zoe Bell a tribute and come back and listen to our closing thoughts and words. <laughs> you know who you yeah. are. Um, pay me, <laughs> pay give me. me money to book a beautiful, uh, beautiful lady. Yeah. <laughs> so zoe bell okay where can we find all your porn where should we contact you about booking you where will your, will your new website be tell us all of the things <laughs> great <laughs> um the part that i love the most um yes so. <laughs> self-promotion <laughs> yeah it doesn't feel inorganic at all, at all. <laughs> yeah not at all um okay so my instagram you can find me on my Instagram. That's where I do most of my modeling. Um, and you can find my links there as well. And it's um, Zoe Bell. That's uh, Z-O-E-Y Bell um, X-O-X-O. And my Twitter is Zoe Bell T-O, as in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So those are my, my social media handles. And you can find my OnlyFans, which is also Zoe Bell X-O. Um, and these are in my social media pages, if you can't remember. And my, my website is going to be, uh, my email and my website are the same. So you can find me at uh, meetzoebell.com or at pro- protonmail.com. Love it. And <laughs> for myself, at the Lady Pim one on Twitter, ladypim at protonmail.com. If you want to email me about something uh, domination related, if it's about the podcast, email me at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. Uh, we've got our YouTube, which is The Bedpost Sex Show. We've got our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thebedpostshow. Instagram, I'm pim.lady, or the podcast is The Bedpost Podcast. So uh, without further ado, I like to give a last shout out to the lovely lady who does all my original music on the podcast. That is Stephanie Copeland. She can be found at stephcopelandmusic.com. One huge last thank you to you, Zoe Bell. Thank you so much for taking the time today. This has just been so nice to just even talk to you for an hour. It's I been, know. It's been quite lovely, quite yeah. friendly. Yeah, so we thank don't have you. to. 
you just an excuse to talk to your friends. Basically. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. If people haven't figured that out by now, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Yay. And thank you uh, to everyone who's been listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week again with another fun and sexy guest here on the BitPost Podcast. Bye! Bye! <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 